So just moving back into the the comp side of things. Now in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, you've got a person in front of you who's essentially trying to take your head off, slash yep. arm off, slash leg off. Yeah. And you're trying to do the same. Yeah. How do you coach your guys to deal with that stress that most beginners will get? Yep. So generally, I, tr I encourage people to compete early. So I want them to, especially if they've got that, they've already got that competitive side to them. They want to get amongst it. I encourage them because if you if you wait too long, sometimes you've got too many excuses not to compete. I'm, I don't know enough. I just, and then all of a sudden you're a blue belt, and then you've got that ex extra pressure. I'm a blue belt. Um, so the first comp, I try to tell people that it doesn't, the result doesn't matter, it's more the experience. Because what usually happens to people when they compete is they will, you know, they get called up, they're at the side of the mat, the referee will call them on, their heart will be racing, adrenaline will be going, um, they'll go out there, they'll hear the blood in their ears, and then they, you know, you tap hands and you, and you get your grips, and then you lock up, and you hold on, like you don't realise that you're gripping so tightly, even when you don't need to be, and then that adrenaline dump, and then you you wrestle, and whatever the result is, win or loss, usually they come off, and they're completely spent because of that adrenaline dump and just come through. Um, so that you've got to get got to go through that. I can't coach someone through that. I can't simulate it. You can talk about it all you want, but they've got to go through that. Then once they've gone through that, then we can start talking about how to deal with it. So about breathing and how to, to go through. And you know, I'll, I'll walk people through preparation before the comp and what to do that, like at the morning of the comp and what to do when you get there. So I sort of hold their hand for all that process and I'll be there usually, you know, trying to get them to relax, but it's, you know, in the end when you're by yourself. So once you've experienced it, then once you, I can talk to you about what to do, this is what you did, you, you held on too tight, you weren't breathing, you've got to relax, come through. Um, and then you've got to, each person's individually got to learn how to deal with their, their emotions and how to control that. What was, uh, what's something that, that's worked for you personally? So I've got to find, um, so I, I had to work through a fair bit. I used to go in and get very excited, very amped up. But the problem when you get really amped up in jiu-jitsu, you, you don't have just one match, you might have five. If you enter a no-gi and then you enter open weight, you know, you might have a big day of you know, 12 to 15 matches. So if you go out and have this adrenaline roller coaster, you know, you, you're going to be very tired, you're not going to be able to perform. So I went through this phase where I used to get really amped up and I'd go really well at the beginning and then just fade. Um, and then I went to the other extreme where I was too relaxed and nearly got my arm broken because I was just too relaxed. Um, so it's somewhere in between where I've got to be able to turn it on and I found that I could really control my adrenaline so we, you, you need it sometimes. Um, I had a match where um, a guy was just about to pass my guard, there's like 30 seconds left. He takes his leg out, gets the side control, he wins. Cause I, was, I was up by two points. Um, if I hold on, I win. So, um, and I'm, I'm not a massive point fighter but it's part of the, you know, that's the game we play. and. Um, the only thing that kept me in guard was that adrenaline dump. And straight afterwards, I was spent. It was like it was at the end of the day because I was, I was done. I was shaking and typical sort of response from that big adrenal response. So. Mm. Yeah. There is a trick in um, 
in I guess the human body that you can use to get that is that is that tingle it's that tingle in your spine right when you that when you get that uprising yeah, yeah. you feel that little tingle through the back of your head yeah yeah the uh, it's actually for me um, and I've used this with myself and other people it's your vocal cords okay if you and there's there's I believe there is research to show people who are stressed are more likely to breathe upper yep. in upper airways so that you'll hear very like, like really shallow yep. breathing and then deep breathing is when you have the very relaxed state yep. but then if you regulate your breathing rate yep. you can spike up your yeah definitely release. that's I mean and you know when, I, when people ask me about cross training um, and they want to know especially sort of white belts the only thing I recommend is um, yoga and and not that the yoga recommends like restorative or something very slow long holds because I think it's like that yin and yang where you've got that jiu-jitsu is such a short compressed game where and then you need to open up and but the thing that I really get out of yoga is the breathing that when you're bent over in a bad position like whatever yoga position you're in and you you hold your breath instinctively and then if you've got a good yoga teacher, they'll just they'll start hammering your breathing, start breathing and breathing. And that breathing really crosses over to jiu-jitsu. It gets back into what you were saying about that slow, controlled breathing, the deep breaths. Mm -hmm. I find that if you can reset your breathing like that, it's, um, yeah, you get, you get a better result. Yeah. Also, uh, grunting. Grunting, actually, there's something about the vibrations within your vocal cords that yep. causes an increased uh, increased sympathetic activity which will rise up your, your adrenaline levels yep. and then chilling yeah. out or just deep breathing will kind of bring it back down. Yeah, get you to calm down. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one more thing on the on the comp side. So amidst, amidst the role and as, as people are I guess trying to essentially almost kill each other, are there any reservations within that competitive setting where you have to consider that you don't want to hurt this person in yep. front of you. That's a hard one. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't want to, anything spinal is sort of you're going to try to avoid. You don't want to try to, you know, you don't want to stack them on their neck and then do some damage. You don't want to, um, but, you know, at that, le when you're in competition, especially past white, but once you're blue belt, the guys have been training for a few years, I mean, you, you, the tap's there for a reason. So, I mean, um, you, you, you're both going at the same tempo. So, it, you don't normally, you don't really have to worry about that. It's, it's usually even matches as well. Like, it's, you know, so it's, it's not like a black belt's fighting a white belt. And the, the black belt will have to look after the white belt, you know, because they could theoretically do major damage. But, you know, it, like, especially after sort of white belt, you know, the injuries like that aren't very common. Guys get hurt like on movement or they get spiked or if they were stubborn and didn't tap, but that's the, that's the game. We know, you know, where that's the contract we go into to, with each other. Yeah. Have you ever broken someone's something? Not in a, not, uh, I've hurt in training. I've hurt a few guys, um, just unlucky knee things and stuff like that. So, um, but it's been a while, so it's, um, I try to avoid, um, it depends on who I'm training with as well. I'm, I'm very careful with 
novices where I, I, I'll, I've been in positions where you know their arm or knees in the wrong position and I'll just stop I'll just won't move and let them they won't even realize that they were in you know they could have really done themselves you know some damage yeah. so I'll stop but we've the good thing with you know as you train with high level guys you know you just they look after themselves like with, with my knee because I had uh, knee surgery people sort of ask me you know I, I can look after my own self you just don't worry about me just roll normally and if if, if it's if there's any sort of discomfort on my side I'll just tap that's the beauty of jiu-jitsu I can just so that's what happened if someone grabs my toes really hard I just tap early just I'm not going to risk it just because you know it's just training yep final I know I said final before but now <laughs> I'm interested because I've, I've got another question yeah uh, if you're if you're the person who gets hurt yep. in jiu-jitsu and I'm sure you've had you've had your own students get hurt during jiu-jitsu. Um, when they come back, what sort of precautions do you think they should take? Um, so if people are getting hurt, it depends on how they got hurt. So sometimes, um, you know, the common ones, ribs. Um, I actually have really sore ribs. Okay, yeah, so yeah. generally there's two ways of getting ribs. Um, if you're little, usually it's you've got some big gorilla crushed you. It was actually Dan. Was it? He crushed me really hard that one yeah, time. Couldn't um, breathe. And uh, I, I try people. I try to get people not to take too much time off, um, just to stay in the habit of training. I try to get them, even if they just come and drill or watch, or just in that time, to keep the habit up of training. And then, um, and then I get them to when they come back to try to pick their partners. So you wouldn't go with. You wouldn't go with a novice, a brand new person. Um, you might want to go with higher belts than you normally train with, so they can make it look after you. Um, and then I get them to go a little bit slower. Like to, and, uh, and sometimes injuries can be a blessing as well. So when you, you know, if you hurt an arm, you know, you've got to use your guard better. Or, you know, there's, there's ways of looking around and working around positions. So, yeah. Let's leave that one there and move on to this really nice family slash village environment you've created yep. inside this gym. 